I'm going to start with a couple of stupid jokes. A sign in a restaurant that tells people where the restrooms are says, men to the left because women are always right. It's going to be a tough crowd today. <laughs> a picture in a restaurant that has a basket of eggs says, our boneless chicken. Does anybody like boneless chicken wings? Yeah. Ariel, my daughter, you could take her to anywhere. It's like, where's the chicken tendies, right? I ate a salad for dinner last night. Well, actually, I ate croutons and tomatoes, you know. Actually, I ate one big crouton with tomato sauce. Okay, I had pizza. (laughs) Have you ever typed something that uh, spell correct? you know, fixes for you, fixes, and it's like totally bad, and you hit send without even looking at it. I do a lot of this, especially talk to text, right? Well, yeah, because spell check is my worst enema. (laughs) If you're a chiropractor, we get a lot of chiropractors in here. If you're a chiropractor, you might like this one. What kind of music do chiropractors love? Hip-hop. Hip-hop. There you go. That's all I got for that. All right, I'm going to start in the message. So last week, I shared with you guys about a life in Jesus, the simple gospel, just how important it is in our life. And uh, today, I'm going to talk about what now. You know, so like you hear the gospel, and it does something to your heart. Well, what now? What's next? And we're reading through the book of Acts, and you see that question actually come up, like, what now? And so I shared last week about how I had learned all about Jesus, like, through the felt things, um, you know, the camels on the felt board and, and city kids. You know, as a kid, my mom used to be, was the teacher. I accepted Jesus at five years old in, in kids' class. And so, like, I went through life with this idea that Jesus really wanted a lot out of me, and I just quite didn't measure up at all. And so around 14, I actually decided that if I can't be 100% devoted to Jesus, I'm going to be 100% devoted to something else. And so like I went the complete opposite direction because I'm like, I'm an all-in type person. And so when I went the wrong direction, uh, God gave me a little baby girl. And I was thinking, like, how in the world can you give somebody a little kid when they can't even, like, control or their, their own life is a complete disaster? And so Ariel here, who was singing today, was, was in my arms at Genesis West as a little baby, and it put two and two together that Jesus just unconditionally loves me. I, I had made a complete mess of my life, but he, he, he's, like, for me even now, he trusts me with a little baby girl, and she's precious. And like, how in the world did you do that, God? And so like, I didn't measure up. My life didn't measure up, but Jesus didn't care. He loves me anyways. And so this is the gospel, is that Jesus is God. He died on a cross to forgive us of all of our sins, and he has a brand new life with us with him. He rose again. This is the gospel story. So like I received that, it penetrated my heart. I remember crying in, in, in Genesis. My, my eyes just filled with tears. And now what? You know, you, you leave Genesis, like this amazing moment with the Lord, and then you go home and your entire life is different. No, I went home 
to the same exact life that I was living. I left there and I still didn't like really have a job because like my entire life was out partying. So it's really hard to hold down a job when you're going out till three o'clock in the morning. Can I get an amen? It's, it's tough to be up at seven o'clock in the morning when you're out all night. And so my life was just a complete mess. I was living in a mess. I was living in debt. I had all these different things going on in life. And so I left there with this amazing moment with the Lord, but I also like went home back into the same exact life that I was living. And so my entire life didn't completely change in that moment. What ended up happening is Jesus was with me in that moment now, that God was with me. And so I want to talk to you guys about what happens when, what's next in life? What now? You see that Peter gives us, uh, he gives this word to a group of people that had gathered together for a festival. These are very religious people. And Peter gives them this word that Jesus is God he died for you guys, and he wants a life with you. And so this group of people finally received the gospel. They finally received it. And I want you to like hear what their heart cry is. They finally get it. Oh, it's not about religion. Then what is it about? And then Peter's going to explain that to us today. So we're going to be looking at Acts 2, uh, Acts 2, 37. So I'm going to go ahead and pray, and then we're going to jump right in guys just pray with me? Would, um, one thing that I just really would love for all of us to just take away today is just, uh, just to have open hearts to what the Lord wants to say. You know, just have an open heart. What, what is it that you want to say to me, God? And I want to get completely out of the way of that to happen. So would you pray for me as well as pray with me? So God, we just, uh, we just invite you. Holy Spirit, we thank you <laughs> just the joy of uh, kids singing and, and just worshiping you. Lord, we, I just thank you that that's just music to your ears, that you just love your church gathering together. And so, Lord, um, even in this moment right here, would you get beyond my comprehension? Would you speak directly to your church today? I just choose to, to be a vessel, Lord, that you can use. Would you move beyond my agendas or anything that that I feel like is really important, and would your words come out of my mouth? And Lord, we just open up our hearts to what it is that you want to say. Revive our hearts, God. Speak life into them this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Acts 2.37, you ready? All right, when the people heard this, which is what they heard was Peter's giving them the, the gospel. The people heard this, they were cut to the heart. So they were cut to the heart. So the gospel speaks beyond our head. It speaks beyond like our, our knowledge of God. It speaks beyond the Bible. It speaks directly to the heart, the gospel. Jesus loves me. Yeah, we hear that as a little kid and sometimes, you know, in life we kind of, Forget that. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Remember that song? Some of you, maybe not. Jesus loves me. So it spoke directly to their heart. And then they said to Peter and the other apostles, brothers, what shall we do? When someone loves you, you are willing to do anything for them. 
right? There's a deep desire in each one of our hearts to hear the words, I love you. I love you. Isn't there? I've been using that to my advantage since kindergarten. I love you, this deep desire. And so when the people heard that Jesus loved them, that it wasn't about religion anymore, that it's about a relationship with Jesus, their first reaction is, then what can I do to have this relationship? What should we do? There's an invite here. Jesus invited them into something, and their, their response is, what shall I do? What now? When you flip that on its, other, on its head and you say, what can you do to earn God's love and then he'll finally love you, that's called religion, okay? So if, if it's like this huge desire to finally be approved and loved by God and then he'll finally go, okay, I accept you, I love you now, that's religion. But you flip it, the way that they heard it was Jesus loves you Get past all the religion stuff. Jesus just loves you, and they say, what should we do then? What can we do? Verse 38, Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. Their question is, is how can I have a relationship with Jesus? And Peter says, then repent and then get baptized. Repent means to do a complete 180. So repentance is, I'm living this lifestyle, I'm doing this thing, I'm kind of doing my own thing right now, and then you have this moment in your life, this stirring of your heart, where you actually churn and do a complete 180 and go, I'm going to God, God is my king, he is my everything. Repentance happens more than one time. I mean, let's be honest, like a lot of mornings I wake up and I think of all the things that I'm going to do and like would satisfy my needs, and then I decide, you know what? I need to repent. I need to turn back to God. God, what do you have for me today? What are you inviting me into? So he says, repent and be baptized, and you can have Jesus Christ in your life. So it says, baptized. When you repent and you have a brand new life in Jesus, the first thing that you want to do is a declaration of, I have a brand new life, which is baptism. It's this confession of going under the water and coming out of the water buried with Christ and raised a new life. And everyone sees that that person has been baptized. They, they have repented. They've turned away from their old life and they're accepting a new life in Christ. So Peter starts with repent because repentance is before baptism. So repent and then be baptized. And then he goes into, you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. That once you, uh, once you repent, and get baptized, you make room for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit wants to do amazing things in our life, but if our life is so consumed with self and our desires, there's not a whole lot of space for Holy Spirit. We don't make capacity. But when we repent, we create capacity for the Holy Spirit to actually move and fill us up. Repentance is the pathway to restoration in life. And restoration is this beautiful relationship with you and the Lord where the Holy Spirit has filled us up and we have this relationship, we're at one with God. 
So when we repent, we actually are restored to the beautiful relationship that God has for us, and he fills us with his spirit. And the Holy Spirit fills us up and gives us the strength to live out the life that God has. Verse 40, with many other words, he warned them and he pleaded with them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. So I want you to kind of hear like what's happened. This, this group of people have gathered around. Peter has this huge crowd of people that he's able to share the gospel with. And then he says, repent and be baptized. And then he ends it with, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Save yourselves. In other words, if you have a life in Jesus Christ, everything else, it doesn't compare. Shanae O'Connor had it right. Nothing compares to you, to you. Amen. Save yourself from this corrupt generation. The message version says, get out while you can. Get out of the sick and stupid culture. Can I get an amen? Come on. Can you hear Peter's plea today? This was 2,000 years ago. Do you hear Peter's same words today? Get out while you can of the sick and stupid culture. Save yourself. It's about Jesus. And I hear Peter, and he's not explaining something that he's like, you know, here's the word, and this happened here. He's explaining something. Guys, this just happened to me. Like, I was a fisher of men. I started following Jesus. We waited for Jesus to release the Holy Spirit. I just experienced the Holy Spirit. Like, everything else that I pursued in life is meaningless compared to Jesus Christ. Like, that's how I hear Peter coming across. And it, the message version says that he went on for this, in this thread for a while. Imagine Peter just standing there for an hour and a half explaining how stupid this culture is and you want Jesus, turn away from the culture and accept Jesus Christ. He's trying so hard to get it across. So save yourself. There's nothing that can compare to Jesus Christ. Get out while you can. Do you guys like games at all? Anyone? Yeah? I'm going to play a game with you. Um, let me grab my props, but I need one volunteer. Go ahead and raise your hand if you want to be a volunteer. Okay, Angie, come on up. Give it up for Angie. All right. So, what is it, deal or no deal? Where are you... You guys see these numbers? All right. Cool. Can you see the numbers? Maybe come up to the front so you can see them. There you go. Just want to put them there. Okay. So you get to choose one of these. Now I'm going to give you an option to trade after you've chosen. Okay. okay? So which one, which one should you choose? Four. <laughs> come on. Shout them out. Make a choice. Three. Three. Okay, cool. There you go. Three. What that comes with is this. Number three. No, you don't get Benji's base. You get this. It says, I love you. 
It's from Jesus. That's nice. Yeah. You can take it home with you. So that's what you got with number one, a, a, a love letter from Jesus. I love you. Something you can hold on to. Would you like to trade that for anything? Not really. You really like that. <laughs> you really like that? Can I show you something that you could maybe see if you want to trade for? Okay. All right. Cool. So we got a couple of different options here. One of them sounds like this. Okay. Can you guess what those are? Key? I do own a PT Cruiser. <laughs> this could be... This could be the PT Cruiser key. And then we have this option. This is number one. This is number, this would be number two. Could it be the Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> we'll have to pray on that one. Would you like to trade? Yeah, for the bear. No, you want to keep it. You've thought this through very well. Good. Because you know what's in this money bag? Have you seen the new hundreds? No. Okay, good. Because they're not in here. <laughs> this is empty. And these are keys to a lockbox that I don't own anymore and a house key that I don't own anymore. So you've chosen wisely. Go ahead. Be blessed. Thank you. You can take your bear. I want to read something really quick from the book of James. Somebody, read it out loud. Go ahead, shoot it out. Say it very loudly for all of us to hear. When tempted, no one should say God is tempted. God cannot be tempted by evil, nor is he tempted. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, gives birth to death. All right. So the word that James is using there is entice. It's the same word that Peter is explaining to people. Entice, what that word means is actually like a worm on a hook to go fishing. It's entice. And so Peter's explanation and his call, his plea to people is choose Jesus over the sick and stupid culture. Don't be drawn in by the worm, entices us to just go ahead and like think of ourselves for a little while. Like go ahead and maybe date this person for a bit. You know it's not right, but it's this enticing feeling. Go ahead and like step away from like what God has in your life. It's enticing, this culture the culture cries out and says, I'll show you love. I'll show you joy. I'll show you peace. I'll show you good feelings, good vibes. We got it. It's enticing. And I feel like it's a word for us today is the culture wants to entice you into its thing, into just come back to it. And so Peter says, repent be, and be baptized. Turn away from this culture. 
Do a 180 from the things that are enticing you. Turn away from them and come back to God. Then I want to end with the passage, what happens at the very end. It says, those who accepted his message were baptized and about 3,000 were added to that number that day. So the church went from 120 people to 3,120, <laughs> right? Very cool stuff, right? So here's the thing, though. Notice that it says those who means that there was a bigger group than the 3,000. Because it would have just said, everyone that heard the message turned to Jesus Christ. But there were still some people, even with Peter explaining the gospel, even with them saying, don't be enticed by this culture, turn away. God loves you. He wants to accept you just the way that you are. There's some people that just go ahead and and chose the other way. Like, I don't want to give that up. I don't want to give that up. But 3,000 people that day decided to follow Jesus Christ. And it all starts with the gospel. It's just that simple gospel. So I have a couple of invites for you guys today. First one is this, is choose Jesus. Man, if there's anything going on in your life, today's a brand new day. If there's anything going on in your life and you've just been kind of getting sucked in a little bit, maybe it's this worm on the hook of appreciation or or moving forward, or maybe it's just a relationship that you're like, man, I know this isn't right, but I kind of want a relationship right now. To actually just surrender it to God and and turn away from it. It's gonna be an empty bag. It's keys to nothing, right? Have you been down that road? I have, and so I can tell you right now, all the joy that the world has to offer, you wake up in the morning just re- replaying it through your life thinking, man, this is like so not worth it. So choose Jesus today. The other thing is this, is if you would like to get baptized, we're gonna have baptisms right here on September 19th. So if you're saying, you know what, I wanna be baptized, I wanna turn away from this life, and I've accepted Jesus Christ, and I would love to like, make this confession to everybody. Let us cheer for you. Let us like, encourage you and spur you on and, and be in your corner as you get baptized. So we're going to do them right here on September 19th. If you have been kind of walking another life, and you're deciding, you know what, I want to come back to Jesus, we'll baptize you also. I've been baptized three times. By the third time, it's stuck. The other two, I don't know. (laughs) So you're welcome to be baptized. Just have a new life in Jesus. So use your connection card, sign up for, I would like to be baptized, and we'll get in contact with you and give you a reminder. Would you guys just pray with me? Yeah, can you just, uh, would you mind just putting out your hands? I just really feel like the, the Lord, the Holy Spirit, just wants to give us an amazing gift of strength right now. And he wants to give us strength to pursue the things that he has for us and um, strength to fight off the, the plans of the entice, you know, the, what the enemy would try to entice us with. He wants to give us strength for, for areas that maybe we've fallen in in the past, Uh, I believe today is a brand new day. So Lord, I just thank you for 
um, your amazing strength and encouragement. Come, Holy Spirit. Just fill each person in this room with, with power and strength to fight off anything that would want to call them back, anything that this uh, culture would just tell us that is really important that we should devote everything to. Um, if it's not you, Jesus, would you just put it on the back burner? Have your way, God. I just want to invite you today, if you just want to say, you know what, I want to choose Jesus Christ. I want to surrender my life to him. I want to start over. I want a new, fresh start. If that's you today, I just invite you to just go ahead and just receive this love that he has for you, that he loves you, he is for you. Just invite you to just go ahead and just have a, have a personal connection with him, just with, the, with God, that he hears your voice today, that even as you just say, you know what, God, I, I turn away from my life, I just want your life, that he hears that. He hears each and every one of us. Step into that today.